God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. So recently we talked about giving, what the Bible says about giving. And we look at 2 Corinthians chapters 8 and 9, where uh, we are encouraged to be givers. In fact, the Bible says that God loveth a cheerful giver. Something I learned a long time ago is that God loves a cheerful giver because He is a cheerful giver. Sometimes we talk about giving till it hurts. We ought to give till there's joy. The bottom line is we, can, we have nothing to give but ourselves. That's true. We have to give ourselves first before we're going to give anything else. And then it's important to remember that we can, we can give nothing that God did not give us first. 2 Corinthians 8-9 gives us the example of the ultimate giving, the ultimate sacrifice. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sakes He became poor, that ye through His poverty might be rich. You know, we sometimes talk about the humility of Christ uh, in coming as a, 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 a baby, as a child, and being born in a manger. And we sometimes think the sum and substance of Christ's humility was that he was born, uh, you know, in a stable, laid in a manger. Friend, God the Son showed humility by being born a human at all. Being born in a stable, laid in a manger, was simply for superficial people like us to see what was true fundamentally, and that is that God condescended to humanity by being born into this world by being born the Savior of the world, the God-man, Jesus Christ. And so Jesus left the glories of heaven. The most fabulous palace on the earth would not match heaven. And so the stable into which he came was more, was closer to the uh, finest palace in the world than either of them, that is the palace or the stable, would be to heaven. He left the glories of heaven, left that wealth, and became poor for our sakes. And so the Bible says in chapter 9 that God loves a cheerful giver, but God loves a cheerful giver because God is the cheerful giver. In other words, we can give nothing that God did not give to us first of all. And as I've said before, God doesn't want to give to you. God wants to give through you. And because this is true, a giver always can. So uh, in chapter 8, verse 16, the Bible says, But thanks be to God. Well, why is thanks going to God if I'm the one giving? Because God is the one that gave to me first. Uh, in uh, chapter 8, verse 19, the Bible talks about that which was given or administered by us to the glory of the same Lord. So, I give, God receives the glory. Why? Because I would not even have the breath to breathe if it were not for God's giving it to me. In chapter 9, verse 8, the Bible says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. In other words, my giving to others is made possible because of God's giving through me and God's giving to me. Not that I'm wealthy or rich, but that God provides so that I can be a, a giver. Uh, in verse 10, the Bible says, Now he, God that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown. So God provides seed for the farmer and God provides uh, for his universe, and God provides that which we in turn can give. In uh, chapter 9, verse 11, the Bible says, uh, Through us, thanksgiving is, is given to God. Uh, in verse 13, the Bible says, 
uh, talks about um, people glorifying God for your professed subjection uh, unto the gospel of Christ and for your liberal distribution or giving unto them. Uh, in verse 14, the Bible talks about the exceeding, exceeding grace of God in you. And then it famously ends this passage by saying, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. God's unspeakable gift is God's grace, his, his supernatural enabling, his unmerited favor to us through the person of Jesus Christ. If God would give his son to us, if God would give us the air to breathe, then certainly we can follow the example of God the Father and his son, the Lord Jesus, by being givers in our world today. I ought to be a giver. Why? Because I can give nothing that God did not give me first. And God loves a cheerful giver because God is the cheerful giver.